Our heroes have finalized their decision. Some of them are going to go to the forest to the west to discover this fairy tale and see if there's any truth to this myth. The others are going back to the city of Mezzamola, trying to figure out why the dragon was summoned there in the first place and how that even happened. So now our heroes go separate ways, and I wonder if they'll ever return to each other. I know right now it may look bleak, but our heroes will do heroic things. They will save the world. But at what cost? And what is the world going to look like? See, change is always there. But will it change for the better or for the worse? Especially when so much is at stake. If our heroes don't save magic, then an entire race of elves are going to perish. If our heroes don't figure out the mystery of the dragon, perhaps this creature will be weaponized to use against everyone. It is looking bleak. But I have some faith. Faith in our heroes, in the gods that watch over them. We will see what happens. My name is Christopher Rondo. I am your storyteller, and welcome to Wyvern's Aria. Hello, my name is Alex Bissonette, and I'm playing Arnar Jerinamonis, level 4 dragonborn fighter with the samurai subclass. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey, the level 4 human fighter. Casey is blonde and a little unshaven. He wears a brown leather jacket and is always seen with his trusty revolver. Hello, I am Sean Last, and I play Rythan Dusk, who is a level 3 tiefling conjuration wizard and a level 1 fiend warlock. Hello, I'm Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors, the level 4 celestial warlock. So you guys are still sitting in the shack and you have made the agreement to split off. Arnar and Rythan are going to hopefully find some help to look at this mythos, this Mesomolan myth that dictates things that have happened prior to the swamp even existing. And Casey and Vivette, Casey has asked Vivette to come with him back into the city and, and help out. Party sits there, kind of looks at each other, knowing that they have another day to sit and plan some things and discover what they want to do. You have half a day left to do something today, and it seems like everyone's planning to set out in the morning. Anything you want to do immediately while all four of you are still in the room? No. I don't know. Rathen wants that. There's multiple times talked about want to have a conversation with uh, Casey. <laughs> I guess not anymore. That's private conversation. Rythan looks out the door, and you see Raz, this were-rat, and you see someone else next to him, someone you, you recognize, the kid known as Nathan, who had the laser pistol and was threatening the the kid, 
think his name was Samuel. There's Samuel and Samson. Uh, Samuel in the Gentle Chapel neighborhood. Since there, they just seem to be chatting, having fun. Um, Raz is, has this expression of grandeur and how he's going to the fantasy, going to Salorn and the adventures he is going to have because the party is going to take him there. And you see Nathan not really believing it at all. But Rythan does make eye contact with this person. And this person immediately jets. Which direction? Away from the shack. I'll be right back, guys. I gotta go chase down somebody. Okay. Oh no, not again. Casey, are you good at catching people? Um, in terms of what? Speed or looking for them? Well, speed. Yeah, I'm average. Yeah, okay. He's getting away. Yeah, I'm gonna leave out the door. Try and catch him. How are you catching him? <sighs> do I want to be a meanie person or do I want to be a nice person? Is he like, he's running, right? Yep. I'll just walk in, or briskly walk in the direction he's running away from me at. Okay, he's gonna outpace you. Fine, I'll run. Hey. He's probably gonna outpace me anyway. I'm not the most athletic tiefling in the world. Yeah, but he also has um, small, shorter legs. He is more middle middle school age, standing at about four foot ten ish. So you can outpace him in leg stride. So he's gonna run an athletics check against you, and he's gonna take a negative five to it because he is a kid, shorter legs. <laughs> <laughs> My athletics is minus one, so <clears throat> seventeen. Yeah, you catch him. So you do that, uh, you're able to close the distance shortly, and he cuts off to the side and finds himself, finds himself kind of backed into a shack, like a storage shack, and you come around the corner, and he looks for a way to dart, but can't seem to find an area. Okay, when I enter this alleyway, I'm going to put my hands on my knees and start panting a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm not made for this. Why'd you run? You're the man who destroyed the gentle chapel. I saw the news. I know it's you. Hmm. Well, that's half correct. The dragon destroyed most of it first. Why Why did you summon a dragon? <laughs> I didn't like the way you were treating... No, I didn't summon the dragon. We're trying to find out who did. Look, I, I don't know anything. Don't eat me. Don't boil me into a stew. I'm sorry. I um, don't eat kids. So, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to leave now. I paid you. Remember our deal. You paid me for information that I don't have because Gentle Chapel is destroyed I would like by a dragon that you may have summoned. Yeah, I don't believe him, so I'd like to incite his, his, him, him as a person. Sure. Well, I give up. <laughs> that, that bad. Seven. Okay. It's hard to get a read on him because he he is scared and a lot of his body language dictates that he's kind of like bending into himself, almost in like a submissive posture, but that kind of overrides any sort of telltale if he's lying or not. I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out a silver coin. Do you have information for me or not? Where am I going to do with the silver coin now that everything is destroyed? My, my school, my house... I haven't seen my parents. What am I going to do with silver? You're a pretty resourceful little kid. Welp. I'm sure you'll be fine. He takes the coin. Now, do you have information? Uh, I wonder if pizza delivers out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really good at making people disappear. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I know that... As I was leaving town, the Creed Corporation came in and I saw them destroying the elevator 
preventing people from escaping to the upper city. I, I don't know what that means, but they had that uh, Creed Corporation like symbol on their like power armor thing, and then they shot a rocket, destroyed the elevator, and who knows why. Is that all? Is that all? I mean, there's a dragon that came down. There is you turning into whatever you turn into. We have, I don't know, Goliaths that were in the city. Uh, That's what they told me they were called. Um, That's all I know. All right. Keep your ears open. Goliaths are are fantasy side only, right? Yep. Um, So write them to know that. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give him a look and then walk away. He bites the coin and makes sure it's real. Okay. Bites too hard. Chips a tooth. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Starts crying. (laughs) So we'll cut back to the shack and we see Casey, Arnar, Samson, and Vivette there as well. And uh, there'll be a knock on the door through the window. You can see that it is Scales. Uh, she seems pretty, pretty tired, but it will knock as well. It was just this morning that she created what is your sword. Yeah, get up, go to the door, open up. Ma'am. Yes, I, I was wondering if you guys have managed to discuss a plan yet. Well, it seems like our plan is two of us. Go into the forest, find out what these children of the forest know, see if it helps us in any way. And then the other two are going into the city to do something I don't completely understand yet, but I know it's a good cause. Well, uh, Casey. Yep? Damien has some pay for you, and we'll end your contract. Supposed to tell you that uh, as I was coming over here. And Arna, I have some stuff for you as well. Uh, this is a bandage. You can bandage your wounds. You can put the salve on it, and it will help uh, help with some of the healing process, supposedly. And here is some sort of green liquid you can inject, and it's supposed to help you heal. Um, so, you know, take this and pass it out amongst your group, and hopefully it will help you out a little bit. Hmm. You chest this, uh, mystery liquid? I mean, uh, Damien injected it into one of the wounded, and uh, she immediately calmed down, and we were able to set the the bones. It was a pretty bloodied mess, but it seemed to help. No, uh, hallucinogenic effects with this one? I'm sorry? Hmm, nothing. I'm not sure if I trust it, but, you know, if we get in that bad of a situation, I'll remember to use it. Oh, well, all right. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, Casey, Damien, and I'll see you guys, well, hopefully before you leave. I will plan to see you off, Arnar. Sounds good, ma'am. Uh, have you tried the sword? Not many targets around here to really true it, try it, but give it a few test swings. Balance seems fine still. I guess we might have a chance to really put its paces when we get out there. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, I also hope to avoid a conflict but i know it's it's gonna happen well good day then and she will she walks very slowly um the ritual that she did earlier seems to have taken a lot of strength from her but she walks off towards wherever her homestead is Hmm. and uh returns so did you catch who you were looking for yeah but i'm not built for running any uh any news Well, according to Nathan, Creed destroyed the elevator to the surface to prevent people from escaping, he said. And something about Goliaths that I did not hear. What was that? Something about Goliaths. What about them? I don't know. DM, what did you say about Goliaths? (laughs) (laughs) He he saw Goliaths in the city and apparently talked to one. Oh, well, he saw one in the city. I don't know if that's really newsworthy, but... Is that all he told you? He just saw a... How did he know it was a Goliath? He talked to one. He talked to one. Mm-hmm. Where is this kid? I probably scared the crap out of him, so he's probably running around somewhere. Hmm. 
Well, now I need to find- G why- My ship was partially crewed by Goliaths, I don't- know why they would go into the city, but I don't know where else Goliaths would have come from. Alright, thank you for inadvertently warning me about this, but uh, guess I will go find- I'll find Raz. The little, little guy might know where to find this- what was his name? Nathan. Nathan? Nathan? Alright. It was- Thank you, right then. He was that kid that was picking on the- that one kid in the basketball court. Remember that? Oh, oh. picking on, yes, yeah. by the one gun, with the gun Yeah, that- I remember Ned. that kid. Yeah, I employ him now. Mm. So don't hurt him too bad. What? Hmm, interesting. That colors my perception of him a little, but I will try to keep this professional. Thank you. Thank you. And then that uh, walks out the room looking for Raz. Perception? What's up? Perception? What do you mean? Huh? Roll perception. <laughs> oh! Hey! The stat! Hey! Oh yeah! Because that's the last, like, one of the last things I said. I was like, well, what's wrong with the word perception? What'd I do? Guys, I'm wasting all my nat 20s. I got another one, though. <laughs> Sparring with, that's, with no danger involved. Nat, two nat 20s. Looking for just some kid that, you know, whatever. A nat 20. So 23, I guess. So you definitely find Raz, who is a small person with a larger-than-life personality. He's running around. But you also find Nathan. He seems to be sneaking into a storehouse and comes out with a bag of salad. <gasps> salad. I don't know why I decided that RNR is going to be obsessed with <laughs> bag salads, but it happened and it's gonna keep happening. So I see Nathan is he like within like, you know, earshot, you know, you know, he's not like way far away, he's like nearby. No, this this place isn't terribly big. So I'm just gonna excuse me, Nathan? <laughs> she like moves to jets. Oh I'm not I'm not I don't I I just I heard you saw Goliaths. I just all I need to know about. So what about them? They well I don't know about I just need to know the particular ones you just could you describe the ones you saw because I came here with some I'm like, they, they were tall gray skins hmm? mutants of some sort I'm guessing no they are from where we're from my guess is they wanted to try some pizza um hmm what was that guy's name? Uh, G G Gaius, right? Gaius. Wasn't that the guy? Gaius. Yeah, Gaius, yeah. I want to just describe Gaius, like, you know, something particular that Gaius would have on him. Gaius had a long white staff that uh, branched out at the bottom. Yeah, I remember that. Did, was he also, like, wearing furs and stuff like that? Yeah, well, like, wife, wo wife? <laughs> white <laughs> wolf furs. Yeah, I was like, did you see maybe one of them with a white staff? Some white furs on, maybe a wolf's head on that fur. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the one I talked to. I don't, I don't know his name though. That'd be Gaius, and he is one of the members of my crew on my ship. He didn't say what he was doing. Well, we were kind of evacuating the city. Uh, he was looking for something, some shop, I think, but I don't know. Why was he? Did he mention anything about a ship? Uh, he smelled like he was from a ship. Mm-hmm. He was. No, I mean, why would he talk about a ship again? Again. Entire neighborhood just collapsing. No, I understand. I understand. So just looking for a shop. You don't remember the particular type? No. All right. He seemed rather lost in the city. He just didn't know anything. Stuck out like a sore thumb. He's very tall. Hmm. He sticks out where he's from as well. <clears throat> well. Th so Makes this is feel better. He got out. He was out of the city when I found him. That's what I like to hear. Well, thank you very much for the information. You enjoyed that now. Pointing to his uh, his salad. All right. So he, he'll turn to you. Okay, uh, don't tell anyone I took this bag of salad. All right, bye. 
And I just nod and go back. You, you want to take a bag while you're here? No, 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 not no, not needed. Not again. What's what, what's the what's the bigger drug? This gas you inhale or bagged salad? That sweet, sweet green leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean something else, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Washington. It's okay. Cut back to the shack, and Samson turns to Casey and Vivette says, as Rythan is there as well, kind of settling in after his brief jog across the across this swamp town. Well, you guys really planning to go back into the city then? I suppose so. We sent our people to check out the Creed Corporation. That uh, if you have time, perhaps look into it. Of course. Though they destroyed the elevator. That's concerning. Very concerning. I wonder if it was on orders from someone in the upper city. Maybe. Why, though? Why Why would anyone bring a dragon and then destroy people's chances to escape? Maybe they were trying to get rid of the lower city. For what point? Not sure. Population control? They can do that without destroying their infrastructure. Maybe they don't care. Vets, Casey, when you get back... I know that there are these boxes that have pictures on them uh, with people kind of reporting on the current events. See if you can check one of those things out and see what they are saying. I think that is a incredibly important source of information. Whether it's true or not is another story, but... Yes, yes, the V, the V, T's? The TV? Oh, the TV's. Yes, the TV's. Why are they just letters... Why does it not have a word? Maybe it stands for something. It does. Talking. What does it stare in? I'm trying to think of something funny to lie to them about, but I can't. Fine. Stands for television. Television. Oh, because you can look at it. Yes, and it sends it through the air almost telepathically. (laughs) Oh, telepathic vision. Yes. That does make sense. That makes way more sense. Interesting. Well, I would investigate that and investigate where our people went. But most importantly, stay safe. We want no more casualties from us, Favette, as well as these people here. A lot of people have died. I can't imagine a disaster like this happening where we're from, but here we are regardless. Well, I would look into those things. I promise. Yes, and this TV. I'm going to go find Damien and see if we can get a TV here. Stands up. I wonder if the visions will reach that far. I don't know. Maybe. TV. Telepathic vision. Hmm. Going to walk out the door. Nailed it. Uh, Arnar returns. It's a me, Arnar. <laughs> Casey, Vivette, you are still planning on going into the city? Yep, yep. Yes. I hate to, um... Add one more thing to your to-do list. But if you see, uh, our turns to Vivette more, because she would understand maybe, Goliaths on your way in, or while you're there, point them in our direction. Apparently the crew of my ship decided to try to go into the city right before the attack. Well, that is no... I mean, that sounds a little suspicious. Hmm. That kid said they were looking for a shop. I don't know what they could possibly be looking for. Did anyone... I don't know why they left the ship, but they're there. Did anyone know you were going to a motorcycle shop? Did anyone know I was going to a motorcycle shop? Hmm. They could have been looking for that. Maybe. Sounds plausible. I still don't know why they left. But then they would have been looking for you. Hmm. Well, if you see some goliaths, especially one, even taller than normal, white staff, white fur, then if you don't mind sending this way, I would very much appreciate it. 
right. Now, Casey, Goliaths are these really tall humanoids. Gray skin, no hair whatsoever. But you said he has white fur. Mmm, cloak. Oh! My apologies. Ah. <laughs> okay. Covered in tattoos. I think they're natural, though. I still don't 100% understand that. Well, if you don't understand it, I definitely don't. That's the spirit. <laughs> Damn, that person I saw on the television with the staff is hearing this description ringing any bells. Oh my god. I didn't even think about that. I did. The person I described, like the staff is there, but um, this person on the TV was described as having an elven uh, appearance. Okay. Like normal height. Normal height, yeah, yeah. Kind of lithe. Yeah, okay. Casey, you want to go see Damien then? Yeah. Okay. So... Damien is there. He uh, has his large backpack. You can see that he is looking over a handful of rifles in a box, and he's just inspecting them. They are filled with uh, these crystals act as the energy source for them, and he's just inspecting, making sure that everything is in good order. Turns to Casey's like, So, are you going to stay in my employ, or are you heading out? Uh, right now, I'm, I think we're heading out. That's a shame. We really could have used your help. Sally's leaving as well. It is sad, but right now, a lot of people need help, so... I know, but... A lot of tough decisions. You have to look at the grander picture. Well, different people have different pictures. Perhaps. Um, well, let us handle our final business, and we'll see if we have work for you when you want to come back. Yeah. Takes out a small tablet, little Palm Pilot. Takes out one of those little pencil things. Casey's Palm Pilot uh, gives a little beep, and you will see that there is 10,000 credits transferred. Woo! I appreciate your business, Damien. Well, if we don't have much, but if you need some food and supplies, I'm sure there's enough to support you for a little bit. I appreciate that. Oh, here, take take these uh, bullets as well. You probably will need them. Yeah. Yep, probably gonna need those. Thank you. Uh, we should probably be back in a couple days, so... Well, we'll see where we are at. You look at this box, 36 bullets in it. Nice. And yeah, would you like to pursue any other conversations with them? The the crystals he has, does he have a lot of them? Uh, he has like a small box worth. Oh, okay. Which is, you know... Because I, I wasn't sure if he was like amassing like a lot of arms... He, he is. There are a lot of boxes here, but he's specifically inspecting one. Oh, so there's a lot of boxes. Okay. Yeah, so perhaps uh, we'll set, we'll set the scene a little better. He's looking over a box. Uh, it is open. It has five of these long rifles within him. He's picking them up, checking them out. Smaller box uh, filled with the energy sources, these crystals. They are opened. You can see that slightly purplish intent. And you look around this area. He's, he's outside, but there is maybe six to ten other boxes uh various sizes around it's hard to see because certain certain boxes are stacked on top of each other uh so where'd you get all these Seathasai was taking weapons outside of the city for several months it's always why he was coming in and coming out and this is our stockpile seems like you've been planning this for a while then well we always knew war was on our doorstep now it's time to take down this immortal ruler this man who has ruled for too long i mean that's fair enough well i'm gonna get back to to work then yeah i'll 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 catch you later okay stay safe damien stay safe casey don't do anything rash sally is very determined and a little reckless yeah don't worry i'll i'll keep a close eye on her he gives a nod and yeah any plans for the rest of the day or should we reunite the party to say goodbyes and stuff uh brython's gonna take casey to the side when he gets back okay casey you can meet casey also oh no okay casey wanted to discuss something with you real quick 
Okay. With recent events happening, um, have you ever fought anyone who uses magic? Uh, not really. No. Do you know how to fight someone who uses magic? I mean, oh, what's his name? Would have showed me. What was his name? Asmund Steiner. Asmund. Yeah, Asmund would have. He taught me a couple things. What did he teach you? Just the general stuff of magic, how it works, what it does. Did he teach you how to defend yourself against magic? I mean, he kind of talked about it. I don't have anything specific. Hmm. Anyway, I needed to discuss something with you. When you head back into the city, I need you to do me a favor. I know we're not the best of friends, but I still need you to do me a favor. Okay. I wasn't in the right state of mind when uh, Oswald, and I'll, you know, turn my head a little bit, did what he did to save your city. I understand that. There's a pack. There's a pack he had with him. If you find that in your travels, can you bring it to me? Um, sure. What is it? How do I know if that's the pack? Pretty sure it will be something odd inside that you cannot explain. Well, lately there's a lot of things like that. Exactly. I'll, I'll keep an open mind. Ask Vivette. I'm sure she could figure something belongs. Well, what's what was what's in it that you need so badly? It's just some stuff that he had collected over the years. Okay. Well, if I if you ask me to do a favor, could you be a little more specific? It's stuff. It's magic stuff that you wouldn't really understand. Try me. Uh, there's a tuning fork he uses uh, to cast spells with. There's a screwdriver that can open any lock. Uh, and some other stuff. What other stuff? That's all I know. Right then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know what a screwdriver looks like. He didn't. He didn't survive very long. <laughs> That's fine. I know what a screwdriver is. I can. I'll figure it out. I mean, what's in the bag is probably a list of alchemical components like uh, dust and um, incense and bat poop. Bat poop um, is is very important. Bat bat poop. <laughs> Bad poop is very uh, several feathers, stuff like that. Um, so uh, Rythen can can describe basic magic components, uh, but the two big ones is the uh, quote unquote sonic screwdriver, and which was uh, appropriated, and the tuning fork, arcane focus. Okay. When you get back, I'll also owe you a favor and uh, show you ways of how to fight people who use magic. I will keep that in mind. Might come in handy sooner than later. <laughs> Probably sooner, but we'll deal with that when it comes. Well. Uh, good luck finding your, uh, fairies, I think. I think Rythan and Casey can head back in and see Vivette and Arnar talking about salad or something, and... (laughs) (laughs) Is it nighttime or are we headed out soon? Which one was it? It's the day before, so we're probably arriving at dusk at this point. I think Rythan's just going to go to his bed and pull out a book on the children of the forest. Start reading it. (laughs) Where are you getting a book from? (laughs) Where did we get a book? Hey, I told you a couple days ago that I'm going out to look for a book and talk with elders about this folklore. And you said, okay. Okay. Where are you guys finding all of this salad? I'm not sure where they're finding the salad. Thankfully, Raz, I believe, brought a salad when I was passed out. But I, I, they're all right. It's better than the pizza. Oh, yes, the passing out. You feeling any better after that? I'm feeling a slight bit better, but still a little tired. It's going to be interesting going into the city feeling like this. I'm sure Casey's going to have your back. It's going right. to be interesting. Right, Casey? You will have her back? Absolutely! Sorry, I zoned out there for a second. Sounded very convincing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if Rethan comes back and I don't, just know. He probably sacrificed me for something sinister. I'm going to... Rethan's going to chuckle. <laughs> Probably. Probably. 
<laughs> you can laugh. So we see Vivette and Casey heading into a van being driven by Sally. But we cut to Arnar and Rythan remaining in this village trying to figure out what their next move is while looking for these children of the forest, these old, old myth that you tell children in the city of Mesomola. What is your plan to find the children of the forest? Where are you starting? Arnar looks over to Rythan. Well, I don't know about... No, I do know about you. You don't know anything about this forest. I don't know anything about this forest. We need someone who, whether or not they know about these children of the forest, we need someone to show us the way. Before that, we should probably learn about this folklore of the children of the forest. I was going to go ask some elders if they could tell me the story that they tell the children, just to see if we can get some information about it. Mm. While I do that, you can see if you can go find someone that can take us into the woods. Find Damien. He seems to know a lot of people around. He seems to be sociable. I would say talk to Raz. I like him. Yes, but does he actually know people's skill set, or is he just a nice little guy that people like to talk to? That's why I think he would know. People underestimate him, and he hears a lot. Fair enough. Meet back here, and I don't know. We'll meet back here. Yeah, I'll find you. That works. All right. Arnar walks away and immediately looks for Damien. <laughs> Great. So let's let's go to Rythan first. <laughs> so Rythan, you are looking for an elder. There are a couple of an elder is more of like a village fantasy term almost. But there are people who are older within here that you may deem to seek out. Perhaps that is what you are looking for, or you mean I'm using a fantasy term because I'm a fantasy based character? Yeah, no, no, I, I understand okay. that. I'm just, I'm just saying you're not going to see like the the village elder who is taken care of in this place. So yeah, the exact thing you are probably Rythan is probably thinking of is not here for you. No, what I'm going to look for is someone who teaches or takes care of a bunch of kids. Yeah, there is likely a school. There's maybe seven or eight kids here and somebody who has taken on the responsibility to teach them basic things like how to read, arithmetic, maybe some history, something like that. So you you walk along, you see a turtle about uh, six feet tall. Uh, you see this large shell on his back and he's kind of holding this brown walking stick. He is clothed primarily uh, from the his legs down wearing some form of denim but he is not wearing any shirts or anything like that and he's there uh he speaks very very fast uh, as he's explaining these um these arithmetic lessons to these kids and these kids are not getting it at all it's like trying to teach long division without using examples I'm, i'll wait until he's done teaching the kids Maybe a good 20 minutes or so passes by and he finishes his lesson and assigns a couple problems for them to try to figure out. Okay. I'll walk up to the turtle. Fascinating. I have seen a lot of creatures in my life, but I have never seen one like you. Well, uh, what does that mean? Got a problem with how I look? Not at all. Actually, I think you look kind of good. Oh, haven't heard that one before. Well, look at me. What do I look like? A purple potato. Thank you. Uh, what do you want? I'm teaching a listener. I was wondering if I could sit in, if you could tell the kids about the tale of the children of the forest. Uh, I need to teach actual history, not not mythos. Children bedtime story? What do you think I am? Mm, A teacher. All right, kids, who wants to hear a story? I want to hear a story. Pick me, pick me. I want to hear a story. (laughs) They, like, throw away their math homework. (laughs) All right, kids, this man here wants to know about the children of the forest. What do we know about the children of the forest? 
Well, they are people that were supposedly here before Mezzamola came to be, uh, but because of the destruction of the forest, the swamp came about, and suddenly they disappeared. We do not know why they disappeared, but the children of the forest maybe still be in the forest to the west over there. Just got to find a way to get them and find a way to contact them. Any questions? <laughs> You're like the best teacher. These kids are lucky to have. You're right to the point. You don't mess around. Thank you. Uh, so no questions? No, no questions. All right. Back to your math homework. I don't have math homework. You want math homework? I'll try a few problems on my way. Okay, take this. Long division. Thank you. Oof. I can't imagine that there is a equivalent to long division in fantasy lessons. No, it looks like gibberish to me. <laughs> yeah. I like... can summon elemental fire, but I can't do <laughs> math. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to take it anyway, because why not? Looks up. There do appear to be numbers here. <laughs> What kind of arcane language is this? <laughs> what is this bracket they use? Why is there a three on one side and a six on the other? What is the answer here? Great. Any other investigating you want to do? Yeah, I also would like to see if I can find an elderly person. Uh, sure. We'll say you find a lizard folk. Um, it's hard to tell their age because you are not very familiar with how these people age. But it seems like the... The way that this person moves seems a little more strenuous, and we see a person just walking along the these wooden bridges that uh, connect the dry land to other bits of dry land, just walking very, very slowly. We'll say she has a bluish tint to her scales and is just trying to maneuver as fast as she possibly can. Okay. Ma'am? Hmm? Oh, how can I help you? I was wondering if you could tell me the story of the children of the forest over coffee or tea. Um, okay, um, sure, uh, I live just over there. I'm sure I can get some hot water boiling. We can go over there, somewhere that's selling it or something. Uh, we... Sit down. There aren't many shops here, um, but I'm sure we can find something. We'll find something. Uh, and so you guys get to a place to settle maybe on a log and find yourselves being served some tea by some of the young adults here in maybe a sense of reverence to this lady. Because you want to know the story of the children of the forest. Yes. Like I would tell my grandkids? At first, yes. And then tell the way you think the folklore is how what you believe it is i want to hear both sides well there was once a young boy who wanted to know more about the outside world lived in the undercity of mezzamola only knew that metal ceiling and wasn't even aware of the sun and the moon he left Mezzamola headed into the Swamp Winds, but didn't find what he was looking for. And then he headed west into the forest, and he walked and traveled and found himself lost until he entered a grove of mushrooms. He walked to the center, trying to figure out what is going on, was upset, distraught. He was a very young kid, maybe 12 or, or 13, and he picked up one of these mushrooms and took a bite, and his whole perception of the forest was different. He saw things jumping through the trees, he saw ghosts and apparitions moving around, and he suddenly became aware of this 
secondary world. We call those apparitions the children of the forest. We do not know what happened to that kid. He never returned back to Mesomola. Some say that he's still wandering, lost within that forest, still eating those mushrooms, trying to chase these apparitions. And that is why you should never leave your home at night or else you'll find a mushroom and you'll be stuck with the children of the forest for the rest of eternity. Fascinating. Hey, that's what we tell the kids, right? Yeah. It's still a fascinating story. What's your interpretation of it? I mean, there are a lot of things you shouldn't eat. Uh, to be honest, if there's any truth to this, um, a kid probably ate a mushroom that was had some waste on it from the city and ended up dying a very painful death. Hmm. If the story has any truth to it, of course. You don't think the story is a metaphor or just the poisonous mushroom? Yeah, I mean, a metaphor to not leave your house. <laughs> the dangerous place outside of Mesomola, even here, has its own dangers. Mutated animals that grow larger than any size that we're aware of. Um, I mean, you see myself, a lizard creature, cold-blooded now. Uh, other people around here. There was that um, people who look like turtles and cats and dogs and an assortment of different things. I just can't... You know, if, if it's anything, it was a result of the excess waste that Mesomola produced. That's what I think. I don't think the children of forest, the children of the forest has ever existed. Hmm. Interesting take on it. Well, thank you for your time and company. Oh, of course. I'm about to set off to see if I can find these children of the forest, so... <laughs> just beware of anything that you may... Just beware of traps, I guess. Whether it's something you may eat or something you may walk into. I don't know what's out in that forest, but I imagine something is. It can't be uninhabited completely. You know, these, this story reminds me of a, a, a race of people back in my hometown. If you're interested, I can tell you about them. Uh, I have nothing but time. I'm going to tell her about the uh, Fey Wild from uh, back in the fantasy continent. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, you, and you believe that? <laughs> I've seen it, so yes. It's crazy. Yeah. But I guess we all have our stories. Both continents are full of wonders and dangers. So where is this Feywild now, then? That is something I'm looking into, because I don't know. Hmm. Well, good luck in your... Which is concerning, but it's another problem for another day. Well, good luck in your investigations. Well, thank you. Well, I will hopefully see you around to tell you what I find out. Oh, I'll be here unless I die. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's worse things in the world, so well, later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Arnor, you want to find Damien? You can find him pretty easy. Find him. Given given a couple moments. And I kill him, slice him in half. <laughs> I don't do that. I find Damien. He seems to be leading uh, training exercises for uh, gunplay at this point, taking on the lessons that Casey taught yesterday and just kind of reiterating some of those uh, exercises. But uh, there's a point where the people he is training is doing their own thing and um, you're able to get hold of them. Oh, yeah, I just want to walk up to him. Excuse me, Damien. Arnar, are you here to come under my employ? I seem to be losing a lot of people lately. I apologize. I'm not here for to apply for a job. I was wondering if you knew anyone who uh, knew the area well. I mean, there's some locals. Where are you planning to go? Well, I'm sure this is going to sound funny to you, but uh, we were looking for the children of the forest. <laughs> mm, yep. See, there's enough. Don't... With all due respect, don't you have something better to do? Not particularly. The 
if these... I have better things for you to do. Mm, well, there's a whole people where we're from who will die if we don't understand what's happening with sources of magic. And these stories of the children of the forest match our own understanding of magic to a degree. We need I, to hunt down this lead. I hate to break it to you, but we don't have magic here. So we're looking to find out. See what they know. They can point us further in a direction. You're, you're hunting a tale we tell our children so they don't leave the city. Did you also tell your children of dragons before? Have any tales of dragons? Uh, yeah, in old mythos we talk about demons as well. Hmm. You've seen a dragon now, right? You've seen Rhythm. You've seen e spells being cast. Perhaps the stories we are telling was just some sort of reflection of your own lands, though. Maybe, maybe the children of the forest are a reflection of our lands. I don't know the philosophy. I don't know the history, but it's me and Rhythm can't go in the city right now. And this is a lead we can follow. And I'm not just going to sit here and wait until something happens. I mean, look, I, I don't know much about this area. I'm from the city. If you're looking to travel to the forest, um, see that guy right there? Perhaps talk to him. That lizard fellow with the bow? Yeah, he doesn't like modern weaponry. Hmm, so we'll get along. Thank you very much. Just, um, when you find that this is a pointless task and you need something to do, we can use a strong arm. Keep it in mind. Good luck with the training. And then, I don't know, just waltzes off. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, you, you can walk over to this person. Excuse me. Do you have a moment? For what? Well, I was looking for a local guide, and our mutual acquaintance, Damien, pointed you out to me. And, um... Arnar kind of gives this guy uh, the up and down look, trying to determine things about him. And what does he see? He sees a dark green lizard folk with bluish green feathers going down his head. Like said, he does have a bow, wearing not necessarily a lot of armor, but very dark clothes, some boots. Uh, he's got piercing yellow eyes. And he looks a little more battle damaged than the other lizard folk in the area. Like he's got, you can see like some scars and missing scales all up and down his body. Well, first of all, my name's Arnar. It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Reach out for, shake a hand. He shakes his hand. Name's Tadar. Tadar. Tadar and Arnar. Hmm. Well, I was wondering, I know this is going to get, probably getting a laugh. Got one from Damien as well. If he knew about the uh, children of the forest. Yeah, I know him. What about him? Well, hmm. I suppose this all sounds strange to you, but they may know something that could help people where I'm from. Where are you from? Guess you wouldn't know that, would you? The other continent. Oh, so you're not a mutant. No, no, I'm not. Gotcha. This is... I mean, yeah, I know about the children of the forest. Really? Yeah. You've seen them before? Never seen them personally, but I know where the stories come from. So do you feel confident you could guide us to somewhere where we may encounter them? I mean, it'd kind of be kind of have to do some illegal trespassing, but yeah, we could. I could get you there. I'm not particularly concerned about that at the moment, so. Then the answer is yes. Fantastic. Well, it was easier than I thought. I'm sure we can find some compensation for you when we return. I apologize if not particularly versed in how that works over here. Honestly, I don't need any pay. Damien knows you. I'm cool with you. If you guys want to go look for fairy tales in the woods, you know, I'll come too. I'm sort of into that stuff. Fantastic. Are you ready to set off now? Yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything. Even better. Is it just you or... I have a friend. Uh, I don't suppose you've seen him around the, uh, the winged one. 
Oh, the purple one. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's a little crass. He's a little. He might come off as a bit. He's rude. <laughs> he's gonna come off as rude. He he is rude. So yeah, that's what I've heard. Any ribbing he might give you, just try to ignore it. He can say whatever he wants. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.